Hello, listeners, and welcome to the NK News podcast. I am your host, Jacko Zwetslut, and today it is the evening of Wednesday, June 23rd in Seoul, and I'm joined via Zoom by two guests, Kang Ji-hyun and Marie Bus, to talk about their company, iStory. Before we do that, I'd like to remind you to please leave a review about this podcast wherever you can, and please share this episode with everybody you know and four people who you don't. Secondly, check out nknews.org and consider buying a subscription. If you sign up for the annual plan, it's less than a dollar a day, and it helps to fund the excellent journalism that my colleagues put out every single day. Also, if you have any feedback, questions, or guest recommendations, please send it by email to podcast at nknews.org. All right, to introduce today's guests more fully, Ji-hyun Kang, or Kang Ji-hyun, is a fashion designer originally from Chongjin in the northeast of North Korea and came to South Korea 10 years ago. On her way to South Korea, she traveled through China, Laos, and Thailand. She studied at Hanyang University, majoring in clothing and textiles, and worked for the Seoul Collection, a collective of fashion startups and designers who exhibit in Seoul Fashion Week. Marie Bus, meanwhile, is from Belgium and moved to Korea in 2016 after living in the UK for five years. She runs her own search engine optimization marketing agency and a blog about South Korea, which people can find at bemariekorea.com. Last year, the two of them met at startup school called Asan Sanghwe. In April this year, they launched their fashion brand iStory. Thanks for coming on the show, Marie and Jihyun. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Nice to meet you. And our listeners uh, can find your clothes and your website at iStoryOfficial.com and also at Instagram.com slash iStory underscore underscore official. Last year, I interviewed Marta Alina about Asan Sanghwe for episode 120 of the podcast. And I would encourage listeners to go back and listen to that episode where they'll find out about what Asan Sanghwe is. Uh, Marie, how did you come to participate in Asan Sanghwe last year? Um, so actually, I was a friend of Marta before the program. So ah. she recommended the program to me. And I was going through a period where I didn't really know what to do with mm -hmm. my life because I was working in tourism and then Corona happened and I was wondering what to do next. Should I wait? Should I wait it out? Or should I start looking for a full-time job? And then I came across this program mm. that Marta recommended because I've always been interested in getting to know more um, about North Korean resettlers. I decided to join the program just for learning more about startup lives, but mainly to get, in, to, get to know more about North Korean resettlers. Mm -hmm. Had you ever met someone from North Korea before that? Not in person, but I used to teach for teach North Korean refugees, ah. the NGO, and I was doing I, I was teaching for them for one year and I was doing a program where we would teach students on Skype. So mm -hmm. I never never actually met them in person or not that I know of. Okay. Um, but I did teach three students over like for a year. Right. And you, Jihyun, how did you join the Asan Sanghwe boot camp? Yeah, <laughs> actually, I was working in like a Seoul collection thing. So mm -hmm. I saw a lot of fashion designing things. So I am so interested about it. So I, 
I just decided I have to make my own fashion brand. Yeah. So I found some startup program. Mm -hmm. So that time, Asantang's program is so in. That's why I joined with that program. Right. Now, what's really special about Asan Sanghwe program is that it's a, a business startup school for people from North Korea and South Korea and all around the world, all together. Tell us a little bit about what was that experience like for you, Jihyun? Well, <laughs> honestly, uh, I have no idea about the global business things. Mm -hmm. Just I just thought that it's for the startup program. But actually, when I joined this program, they said it is for those Korean refugees. Yep. So that's why it is really different between other things, yeah. other two Asan Sangye things. I think uh, we can meet in the foreign, foreigner and South Korean and those Korean. So that is the unique thing, I think yeah. so. And did it feel strange or was it difficult at the beginning? Uh, no, I don't think so, <laughs> mm -hmm. because, you know, we are all strangers, like each other. I yeah. mean, even a family member, we are all different. So that's why I didn't feel anything to, like, differences. Mm -hmm. And how was it for you, Marie? I really enjoyed the program, but mainly because of the connections we made. Yeah. And that was also kind of my purpose of, of joining the program. I wanted to meet new people and see if somehow we can work together. And the fact that it was people from three different backgrounds mm. kind of made it interesting. And it really taught me a lot about different styles of communication and working together. Yeah. Because in the past, I've always worked or in a Korean company or in a company run by foreigners mm -hmm. but this was kind of like a little bit of a new setting which like everyone has their different way of communicating everyone has their different working styles and i really learned a lot about teamwork yeah yeah uh jihan did you already have the idea to create your own fashion brand when you started the asan sangway program honestly no i just wanted to make my own fashion brand but i don't have I didn't have any idea about the social impact thing. Yeah. So if maybe after joining program two years later, I am uh, no, no, Marie and me just making the idea together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> were were you on the same team during the Asan Sanghwe program? No, both of us actually had different teams. Um, and it was only until like two months before the end of the pro because we always um, talked about we should do something together because we were interested in similar like we're interested in similar things and I think we complement each other but we never actually did until like two months before the end that's mm. when we decided to also start our own project with the two of us ah. but during the whole program we had different teams uh, what kind of project were you working on originally during the program then so I was working on a project um, that is content, uh, a content project where mm -hmm. we would introduce travel content of Korea, but then in an online setting because mm. of Corona. And Jihyun, do you want to talk about your project? Okay. <laughs> Actually, I also have a first place team, like uh, that program based on debating things, like online debating program ah. things. Debating, that could be quite a challenge. 
Oh, yeah, I know. It's kind of, we just using the Zoom, during mm -hmm. the Zoom, then there's like a lot of strangers, they watching like a kind of YouTuber channel. Ah, so they watching, watching two people debating each other. Yep. Like that is the like a main concept, but it doesn't really go well. But mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. anyway, a WS program is their one. Okay, and then two months before the end of the program, you decided together, let's do something different. Let's make our own project. Right. Yeah. And uh, then in April this year, just two months ago, uh, you launched your brand iStory. How did you choose the name? Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, you know, I means, uh, that is, or uh, iStory means it's my story. Because yeah. we usually talk about those Korean all, all people's stories. So that's why we also put it the North Korean story to into the graphic designing. So mm -hmm. that's why we using my story. It is I story. My story is really, really strange. So that's why we turned I. Aha. Yeah. So you're you're doing something quite unique, which is that you're actually making clothes and the the clothes and the bags, but clothes and bags, and they tell the story or they represent the story um, of North Korean resettlers, people who left North Korea uh, and now live in South Korea. And that's an interesting idea. How did you come up with the idea that it's possible to tell someone's story or show a part of someone's story through a piece of clothing? Actually, it took us quite a while to come up with the concept. And that's mm -hmm. the reason why we didn't start on our project until like two months before the end of the program, because ah. we knew we wanted to do something with fashion and something social impact, but we couldn't align it. Mm -hmm. So it took us months and like talking about what kind of fashion brand, because we can't just la launch a standard fashion brand because right. there's so many out there. We have to stand out. We need to be different. And then we were thinking, well, we're in this program where they're trying to have North Koreans start their business and have a social impact. So why don't we combine all of that? Why don't we combine the essence of the program and turn it into a fashion brand? Mm. Okay, so tell us a little bit about the clothes and the bags. What are they made from? So first of all, what we do, it's actually, we have a process where we find North Korean resettlers who want to share their story and we interview them. Mm -hmm. Then we turn that interview into a written story and into a graphic design. So we yeah. work with a graphic designer who like conceptualizes it oh, and yeah. then we use that on clothing items so we have different items now we have shirts with elbow patches and the elbow patches have the print on it yep. and we have tote bags where the print the design is printed on the bags and we have postcards fabric posters which you can hang on the wall and soon we'll be launching short sleeve shirts as well okay now to take a you know, a long and complicated personal story and distill it down to a single picture, which you can use on an elbow patch or a bag. That sounds like quite a, a difficult decision. You know, how do you choose one scene out of that? Um, do you do that together with the resettler? Or is that once the settler tells the story, the rest of the process is yours? Right. That's um, like once they tell the story, even though sometimes they have their input on like color and what they envision, most of it after that is what we work with the graphic designer on conceptualizing that. Ah, and whose story was the first one to become used? Was it your story, Jihyun? 
Yes, yeah. At the first time we using just my story, mm -hmm. then we we find we find the customers reacting. Then we we what yeah, yeah we continued other story later. Right. Okay, and can you tell us a little bit about your process of coming from North Korea to South Korea, Jihan? Oh, uh, you mean like a escaping thing? Uh, yes, a, a little bit of if you can share that with us. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> 2009, I was cross the border to North Korea to China. Mm. Then I met someone who living in China. She just helped me. So she she suggested to me, "Do you want to study in China?" Mm -hmm. So I accepted them to her. So I studied in Chinese Chinese. Oh, for six months or five months, I'm wow. not sure. <laughs> oh, then after five months, I escaped to to China and China to the Laos to the Laos yep. and yeah, Thailand and South Korea. <laughs> right. Wow. And that's a, a long journey to South Korea from North Korea, isn't it? Right. It's really a long time to take to Korea. Yeah. And how many people's stories have you used now in your uh, in your iStory project? How many different resettlers? This uh, right now we are we all have ten people now. Ah. Mm. Okay. And are the stories and backgrounds very different from each other? Yeah, I I think so. Mm -hmm. Or even they are from North Korea. Yeah. But their life is totally different. Right. And then even even they are came to the South Korea. Yeah. They are they are like adapting things all different. Right. Hmm. I can feel that. Did you meet any North Korean resettlers who also came from Chongjin? Ah, uh, yeah, you know, there are two, two my friends who from my hometown. Ah, and, and even though you come from the same hometown, I think your experiences are very different, right? Right, it is true. <laughs> so, yeah. anyway, they are also come married these days. So, oh, right. I can start with them about this because they are usually talking about their child, their ah. children. Their husband thing, so yeah. I can't share with them anymore. But we share it's the same the hometown things. Right, and people can also uh, read your stories uh, in text form on your website. Uh, the listeners can find them at iStoryOfficial.com/blogs/news. But it's really interesting. I I read uh, in another interview that you did that people can use a QR code to to scan an item of clothing and read uh, your story on the phone. And that's a very novel idea. That's a really interesting idea to integrate the storytelling uh, with the cloth making. Was that a difficult idea to implement? Making the QR codes um, itself wasn't too hard, um, but we, like, we wanted to give people the options to like, when they're wearing the clothes mm -hmm. and when they are wearing these stories to share this with their friends. Yeah. So if their friends like want to read about the story, they could just scan the QR code and go instantly and read the whole page. Mm. So that's kind of what we wanted to, like an easy way of sharing what you're wearing with who's around you. Yeah. 
Uh, just uh, curious here, what kind of uh, fabric do you make the uh, the clothes and the bags from? Do you use uh, you know, cotton or nylon or polyester or a blend? It is 100% of the cotton, and then ah. it is not really thin, but it is really thick, thick fabric. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it can last for a long time. Yes, it's very high quality, it's high quality clothes. Uh, we make them all in, like they're all made in Korea. Ah. And we use local production in Dongnemon market. Mm, okay. So we know the manufacturers, we know the textile sellers. Yep. So we we are really on top of the like the quality and the process of how everything is made. Yeah. Now, Marie, you're the uh, the marketing brains behind this project uh, with your search engine optimization and other uh, marketing work experience. How do you get these clothes in front of internet shoppers' eyes, and how do you get people interested in them? So it's only been two months, and for now we're focusing on press. Uh -huh. So like like interviews, newspapers, and we've done a whole lot over the past uh, over the past two months. It started with the Korea Times, and then it kind of like snowballed mm. into one after the other, different countries, um, Korean international newspapers, podcasts. So that's for now, but we know that also will soon fade away. Mm. So we're of course. SEO marketing is I'm focusing on that but that's a long-term game that's not a quick uh, an instant like traffic so that is slowly increasing yeah. and we, we're already noticing this and then we're also actually we recently started our YouTube channel ah. very recently where we'll be turning the stories into videos as well so instead right. of being able to read them you'll be able to watch and listen to them yeah. Now, I, I confess, I have no understanding of search engine optimization. It's it's a mystery how that works. Uh, I'm just guessing. So if somebody does a search for uh, North Korea and uh, North Korea clothing, for example, will your website come up? So, yes, what I'm focusing on is any keyword North Korea defector related, uh -huh. mainly because those are the things that people are interested in. And like when I do search pattern behavior analysis, I know what kind of things people are looking for. Mm. And many of that, many of the keywords are related to North Korean defectors, North Korean stories. So that's kind of what I want to focus on from a marketing perspective, yeah. because it shows that people want to learn more about this. And this is exactly what we're doing as well. So that's how we will be trying to put our brand in front of people by ranking for those keywords. Great. And who and where is your target market? So our target market is millennials and mainly international with a big focus on the U.S. because based on our research, millennials and especially in the U.S. buyers are getting more and more paying attention to the cause behind the brand mm. and the reason for buying certain items. Right. Uh, Jihyun, tell us what is the, uh, the long-term goal or vision of iStory? Yeah, we we hope we will including all of North Korean researchers who are living in North Korea. It is the long-term one. Okay, now these days there are approximately 30,000 North Korean defectors living in, in South Korea. Right, it is true. <laughs> That's a lot of people. And do you want to uh, to tell all of their stories through your products? Oh, I hope so. But mm -hmm. Maybe some of them, they are maybe avoiding because yeah. of the, their, their family who live in North Korea. Uh -huh. 
maybe I think we can include the half of North Korea visitors who live in South Korea. Right. Mm. And Jihan, have you experienced discrimination as a North Korean living in South Korea? Honestly, I'm not really have that experience much, but I have two two discrimination. <laughs> uh, first one is when I studied in Hanyang University. Yeah. One of my professor who asked me, uh, and do you have any difficulties? He asked me, so I I replied to her, yeah, it is difficult. I replied to her, but she said, no, as a North Korean, it is not really difficult. She's like that. She oh. just asked me like that. You know, that means really, really great. You know, study is always hard. That I think my co-students, they are all feel that is really difficult. Mm. Not only my problem, but I see it also the targeting because you are just Korean. That's why like that. So oh, yes. I feel so bad at time. And uh, usually just I when I met someone, they are just treating really well. But you know, if they ask me my identity, my yeah. hometown thing, I just tell them, oh, I am from this Korea. Mm -hmm. Then they treat me really different. Not mm. many people, like some of people, they just treat me really, oh, but you are not really, looks like those Korean, they said uh -huh. like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why you came to South Korea, they mm. ask you like me. <laughs> wow. Sometimes I feel mm -hmm, discrimination. <laughs> yes. And what do you think is the best way to counter that discrimination? Oh, right. Do you want, do you want to? Do you, uh, yes. Oh. So I think the best way to counter discrimination is by uh, bringing it to light and showing a human side of who these North Korean resettlers are and what they have experienced, because at the end of the day, they all have similar ambitions and life goals like we do. Mm -hmm. um, so I think by talking about it by sharing these stories, by acknowledging that these things happen. I think that makes it less of a, like a stigma, like a taboo thing. Yeah. So in that way, you, you hope that, uh, that your project at iStory can help uh, defectors to, uh, or resettlers to overcome that kind of discrimination and make everybody look and feel human. Yes, we do. We think so. And like, like for international people who are living outside South Korea, there's a lot of interest in who are who who these people are. So I think instead of like having all these negative stereotypes that like foreigners like I used to have had, like by changing that, that also kind of contributes to the to battling these discriminations, these stereotypes, mm. and how these people are perceived. Uh, Marie, tell us what other uh, stories that made it or projects that made it through Asan Sanghwe Bootcamp impressed you? Uh, and did they make it through the accelerator phases? Um, I think my favorite project is, I'm not sure if they are still going, mm -hmm. um, but my favorite project was um, from our batch, Noodle, the, the North Korean noodles. Oh. I think her project was called Bridge Cook, and I'm not sure if she's still working on that, but I've I've tried the food that she made, yeah. and I thought that was really delicious. And I think 
if, like if you compare it to the year before you had Jesse's kitchen and I feel like it's a very similar concept but different food right but I I really think that those kind of companies do well what's different about North Korean noodles Jihan what's the difference between those noodles from Bitch Cook and South Korean noodles I think there's not very many differences. I think it is kind of the, the sauce thing is really different. Ah, the sauce. Yes. Mm. Is it the ingredients that go into the sauce? Yeah, you know, Tondos Korea, usually we very more traditional of like uh, the Korea. Mm -hmm. the South Korea, we, we are putting some like like uh, the um, chemical things, mm -hmm. and then from we mix it usually from Western way and South Korean way. So right. I think that it's really big differences. For me as well, I thought it was more simple the noodles and also the dububap from Jesse's Kitchen. It's very simple, but it was very delicious. So that's why mm -hmm. I kind of liked both businesses. Right. Yes. Uh, I, I had the good fortune of meeting uh, Jessie from Jessie Kitchen a couple of years ago, but we haven't had her on the show before. Uh, Jihon, do you know other young people from North Korea who have already started their own business or who are in the process of starting a business or who want to start a business? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, actually, uh, uh, do you know Jessie Kitchen? Yes. Yeah, see, it's North uh, Korean researchers. So she already have her own like the cook brand. Mm -hmm. she, I think she is quite successful these days. So you know, there's a lot of those Korean researchers that they really want to make their own brand. Yeah. But you know, they have so many difficulties to make it because first of all, we don't have any like the financial resources. Right. And then, Second one, we don't have any human human resources. Mm -hmm. like, you know, business is a kind of like uh, the leading things, like uh, the human things. Like yes. um, so relationships are very important. Right, but you know, we are really limited about it. So mm. uh, that's why people they didn't make it really easily. Do you think the experience of leaving North Korea and having a, a difficult journey and coming to South Korea and starting a new life, does that make people, young people, more enterprising, more ambitious, more willing to take risks? I think it is depends on person. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in my case, uh, yeah, in my case, yeah, it is helpful, but I don't know other how, how they're thinking about it. <laughs> right. Mm. Uh, Marie, you've met some uh, North Koreans through the Asan Sangwe program. What are some of the different hopes and, and dreams of the North Korean defectors that you met or even that you taught before that with uh, Teach North Korean Refugees? For the young people that I met during the Asan Sangwe program, they really want to be independent mm -hmm. and start their own businesses. And they're actually very proud as well of where they are in life um, and what they've achieved by coming to South Korea. Mm. So I feel like having their own business is kind of like a continu continuation mm. of this. Oh, yeah. Um, Marie, what have you learned from this experience of working together with Jihyun and, and launching iStory? So iStory is quite different from any other company I've ever worked for or any client that I had because it's a social impact fashion brand with a main focus on social impact. So I think I've 
like for me, it's really been a learning journey in general, mm. teamwork in the first place, because most of the time I work by myself. Um, and then working with someone from a completely different background as well. Mm. Like we have a different working style and we had to learn about each other, how we communicate and how we work and how we can translate well what we're trying to say in a different language. So that has been like a learning journey and it's still a learning journey. Like we're still, we still have to grow to become a, a, a big company and learn about each other. Right. And Jihyun, can you add anything to that? I think I it's enough to, uh, to describe <laughs> Mari. <laughs> you know, because Mari is the marketing and advertisement, so she is better than me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Well, how, that, how do you actually manage to divide the different roles and responsibilities within the company? Who, who does what? We're quite complementary, Jihyun mm-hmm. and me. Like, we're very different in our strengths. Right, Jihyun? Right. <laughs> uh, I usually I am I am focusing on designing and then focusing on the financial thing. Yeah. Then Mari usually focusing on marketing, advertising, on anything. But you know, officially like that. But you know, we do all together <laughs> because we we are only member of team members. So right. yeah, <laughs> everything. So at the moment, it's just the two of you. Is that right? Right. Yeah, there's just the two of us, but we do work with some freelancers for things that we cannot do ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I guess like we work with a graphic designer for the designs and with a translator, Korean English translator mm. for the text. Okay. And when, when you get to the stage that you actually hire a, a new person or new people to, to make your company bigger, that will be a, a big step, won't it? Yes, for sure. Because it's almost been it's almost a year mm-hmm. that has been the two of us with like help here and there. Yeah. So it's uh, scary and exciting. Right. Uh, now, how do you deal with, you know, uh, sometimes there are cultural and linguistic, of course, there's always cultural and linguistic differences, but sometimes they can lead to uh, misunderstandings or obstacles or even uh, some friction or conflict. How do you deal with that? I think we've come to the point where like both of us are, quite comfortable talking to each other mm-hmm. and when there is something that bothers that bothers or like is is miscommunicated we're quite like at this point we're quite good at just talking about it yeah right what, what language yeah. do you mainly speak in together english okay and how's your korean murray um yeah <laughs> the the asan sangway program was that run in in both languages at the same time mainly in korean okay was that challenging for you Yes, because my Korean is, um, especially on business level, it's very hard for me. Mm-hmm. For common conversations, I can manage. Yeah. But uh, Jihan, uh, do you want to add some information? What, how do you deal with uh, with language issues? Is it difficult for you working in English all the time? Yeah, actually, I'm not really great English, like speaking. So uh, it is not really easy to dis- describe all I feel. But mm-hmm. you know, we can talking well, but Barry usually trying to understand me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, English is not my mother language, so it is not easy. Really, all of my feeling, mm-hmm. but uh, I think we we just trying to get know each other yeah mm. yeah because i mean it's it's true that uh, 
Uh, English is, is not the mother tongue for either of you, but Murray, you've been living in the UK for five years, and so you've been working with it for much longer, I suppose. Right. So you have a, a bit of a, quite an advantage there. Uh, <laughs> what's the future for iStory? Where do you want to be in a year or five years' time? Um, so like Gion said, like the, the, we want to definitely expand on storytelling. Yeah. So we want to include as many North Koreans as possible and we're expanding as well um product wise mm -hmm. different product types and if we're talking about like five years time we do have some like companies that we are a little bit mirroring or like not mirroring but like have like this is where we want to be in five years time yeah. like to this size where we're where we're at the much bigger team than now mm. and established and like or brand awareness or like people know about our brand um so that's kind of like or like we have those those milestones which we want to achieve yeah uh, and so you're really thinking far off into the the distant future um yeah we're, but we're also still realistic that it's a long long road ahead yes but you can dream that's well of course you have to yeah in a business <laughs> uh, do you collaborate or have partnerships with other north korean resettler startups um for now we haven't but we definitely want to mm -hmm. when it comes to sharing their stories for example we have sh we have shared jesse's story which is mainly about her yeah. as a company but there's not really a collaboration with a startup but we definitely want to collaborate with North Koreans mm -hmm. and their startups. Uh, Jihyun, how do you meet new uh, North Korean resettlers? Is there a, a network of North Korean people in South Korea? Yeah, you know, I have a big like a tall networking with North Korean resettlers because I'm from North Korea, so mm -hmm. I know a lot of North Korean friends. So if I if I asking my friends, I really wanted to interview with someone then they just connect with them mm. they make a place to meeting him like that so that yeah. is kind of connecting oh it is not difficult to find someone oh that's good uh, well i i think uh, that brings me to the end of my questions i want to wish both of you uh, all the best with your uh, your project with your company with iStory um both in uh, building the company here in Korea and in building your uh, your market overseas. Thank you for coming on the show today, Marie Bus and Kang Ji Hyun. Thank you so much for having us. Ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of our show today. But don't forget, you can find the clothes designed by Ji Hyun at iStoryOfficial.com and also on Instagram at iStory underscore underscore official. Uh, and also, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, if you have an NK News account and if you're a think tank, business or academic institution, take a look at NK Pro. Our NK Pro platform offers unparalleled services specifically catered to the needs of professionals who monitor developments on the Korean Peninsula. Inquire about access at membership at nknews.org today. Also, if you have any feedback or questions or guest recommendations, please send them to podcast at nknews.org. Our thanks, as always, to Arius Dare and Brian Betts for facilitating this podcast and to Gabby Magnuson, our new post-recording producer genius. Thanks and listen again next time. Mm -hmm.